Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you again for this week and this week's podcast. We continue to lift up the Middle East in prayer for peace. We pray for justice in the United States. We pray the blood of Jesus over multiple sclerosis. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of our high priest, Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to continue our series, Prayers in the Bible, and I want you to use the appropriate prayer at the appropriate time. For example, Samson prayed for one last victory in Judges 16.28. Now this prayer means the end is near and should be reserved for the end. Samson squandered his blessings, but was wise enough to call on the Lord one more time. In Judges 20.23 and 20.28, Israel prayed about going to war against their brothers from the tribe of Benjamin. The Lord said yes, because the tribe of Benjamin did not deal with the sin of its tribesmen. Benjamin defended the man, which started a civil war, Benjamin versus the rest of the tribes of Israel. Not a good decision by Benjamin, and they were soundly defeated. In 1 Samuel 1, verses 10 and 11, Hannah prayed for a child, and if the Lord blesses her with a male child, she would dedicate him to the Lord. My friends, women say this prayer, and if it's God's plan for a woman to conceive, she will. I have a couple who wanted a child, but they could not conceive. They decided to adopt and found out on the way to the adoption that she was pregnant. Sometimes God's answer is wait. When Saul asked if he should pursue the Philistines, God did not answer him. It wasn't a yes. It wasn't a no. It was a wait. Sometimes we get impatient as we pray for God to answer our prayer. Then we help him out by making the decision without him. God was taking too long is an excuse I often hear when I ask, did you pray about it? If you were going to do what you wanted to do, why did you pray to God in the first place? Notice what happens when David asked the Lord if he should go and attack the Philistines in 1 Samuel 23 and 2. The Lord gives him an immediate answer of yes. But David's men were afraid to go after the Philistines, so David asked the Lord a second time in 1 Samuel 23 and 4, and a second time the answer was yes. My Christian comrades, the fear of the unknown will cause even the bravest souls to question God. It's okay to ask again, for God will not change his mind to accomplish his plan. Do not be afraid. In 2 Samuel 7, verses 18 through 29, David prays to God about building the temple, and he is told no. David did not murmur or go away dejected. He gave God praise even though his request had been rejected. Folks, when God says no to our prayers, are we still willing to give him praise? When we can still praise him when we are denied our inquiry, we show our Christian maturity. Now, the second part of this story is that God promised David to build him a permanent house, a dynasty that would have no end. This was God's covenant with David that King Jesus would come through David's lineage and establish his kingdom. In 2 Samuel 24 and 10, David asks for forgiveness after he decides to conduct a census without consulting the Lord. 
His commanders also advised against counting the people of Israel, but David proceeded just to know how big he had gotten. Once David recognized the sin, he asked for forgiveness, but there was a price to be paid for his sin. In an unusual move, God allowed David to choose his punishment from three choices. One, seven years of famine. Two, flee from his enemies for five months. Or three, three days of plague. David chose three days of plague, which resulted in 70,000 men dying. This shows the devastating effects of sin, not only on you, but on others. In 1 Kings 3, verses 6 through 9, a young King Solomon asked God for wisdom, and it was granted. My friends, the greatest gift anyone can ask of God after accepting the Lord Jesus Christ is asking for wisdom. Solomon already shows his wisdom when he asked God for wisdom to rule his people. In 1 Kings 8, 23-53, Solomon conducts a prayer of dedication after the completion of the temple. My Christian comrades, 20 years ago I had the privilege of helping to dedicate a new church sanctuary, and there is nothing quite like it. In 1 Kings 17, verses 20-21, Elijah prayed for the resurrection of a widow's son, and his prayer was answered. This is amazing faith in the power of God, not your own power, to raise someone from the dead. In 1 Kings 18, verses 36 through 37, Elijah prays for fire to rain down from heaven after a showdown between himself and the prophets of Baal. Israel had declined to worship the true God, choosing to worship Baal. Elijah challenges the prophets of Baal to ask Baal to bring down fire on the sacrifice. They could not. God answered Elijah's prayer, and fire came down from heaven. In 1 Kings 19 and 4, Elijah prays for death as he is being pursued by Queen Jezebel for killing the prophets of Baal. God did not answer this prayer. Elijah was depressed for fear of his life, but God had an answer for him. God would reveal himself to Elijah in a gentle whisper. My friends, instead of the dramatic events we expect from God, sometimes he comes to us in a way that calms us down. In your prayer time, look for God to whisper his answer to you. In order to hear him, you must quiet your inner self. In 2 Kings 6:17, Elijah prayed that his servant's eyes would be open and see the army of invisible horses and chariots of fire. Folks, Sometimes God doesn't reveal what he has hidden until you ask him. Our prayer should be that God reveal his will for us so that we have a clear picture. In 2 Kings 19 verses 15 through 19, Hezekiah prays for deliverance from Sennacherib and his army. Hezekiah was facing a crisis that only God could solve. My Christian disciples, when there is no way out, according to you, God already has everything worked out for you. All you need to do is pray about it. He wants to hear your prayers for the little dilemmas in your life as well as the emergencies. Now here's an interesting prayer found in 2 Kings 20 and 3. Hezekiah was sick and about to die. He was told by God's messenger Isaiah to get his affairs in order. After Isaiah left, Hezekiah prayed for a longer life. God stopped Isaiah and told him to go back and tell Hezekiah his life would be extended 15 years. Friends, what would you do if you knew you had 15 years to live after you were supposed to die? 
Would you use it wisely? The same holds true with the time you currently have. Are you using your life wisely or foolishly? In 1 Chronicles 4 and 10, Jabez asked God to enlarge his territory. This prayer was answered yes, and God granted his request. This prayer was the source of the book, The Prayer of Jabez, which became a New York Times bestseller, selling over 9 million copies. Not only did God grant Jabez's request, author Bruce Wilkerson's costs were also increased. That's what happens when you sell 9 million copies. My friends, today's prayers teach us so much about the power of prayer, that God hears prayers, and that God answers prayers. But let me add a disclaimer. Psalm 66 and 18 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. You have to go to God with a clean heart. Any wickedness must be confessed. Then watch what happens to your prayer life. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you again for today's podcast on prayer. We ask that you clean up any wickedness and sin in our lives so that we can come to you with clean hearts and ask freely for what we want. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer requests as well as your praise reports to our email address, hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.